Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Part of the Story. My name's Claire Brown, and today we have our new co-host joining the podcast, Sarah Spurt. Hi. <laughs> so we're really excited to bring Sarah on board. Don't worry, no one else is leaving. Sage and Shannon will be joining us later on in the year. But we thought we'd add some new voice to our podcast. So we're very excited to have Sarah. Yay. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. So some of our listeners may remember that Sarah and I had an impromptu duo pod in December, wrapping up 2020, the year that was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that was a lot of fun. It was fun. So we thought, let's bring Sarah on sort of in a full-time, part-time basis. <laughs> so you'll hear a mix of voices every single time. Cool. So before we sort of get into programs and what's happening here at the library in the fall, I thought that we should introduce Sarah a little bit. So Sarah, how long have you been at the library? Uh, this is my 10th year at the library. I uh, started as a page back in when I was in high school and just like putting books on the shelf, organizing things. And it was a great after school job. I loved it. And then when the opportunity came that I could move into uh, member services, now known as public services, <laughs> uh, to like help people check out books and set up accounts, it was it was a lot of fun because you get to move up and see new people and work with new people. So I don't know. I just I've been here for so long <laughs> that sometimes it's it's weird to think about how much change has happened and like where I started being like a teenager and now I'm married and yeah a whole like yeah all life has, has been happening yeah and then, you know I the library has been a part of it and yeah I have friends who work here and I, I don't know I just I love the library so was the library a part of your life sort of growing up as well um a little bit um the Daw library more so than the downtown branch uh I remember going there after school oh. uh and some of the people that I remember from the library are now my coworkers, so that's that's interesting but uh yeah that's so fun though yeah it is because it, it's funny because you remember some of them being like scary librarians and then you get to know them and they're like the sweetest people ever yeah. and it's just because you forgot to return your book on time that you're scared of them so yeah you have this like one little kid interaction you're like oh no you're like oh my gosh I could never go back to the library my books are two days late but yeah that's no. so funny and, like, every time you say that you started here when you were 16, yeah. it throws me for, like, a little bit of a loop. Because, yeah, you're a grown-up married person now. Yeah. And, yeah, I remember seeing you around here as a high school student. So <laughs> it's odd. Yeah, tootling <laughs> in with my homework and doing my homework before my shift starts. Yeah, and... probably during your 15s as well. Yeah. <laughs> but time goes. It definitely she does. Flies. So we're really excited to welcome Sarah and have her voice on the podcast. Obviously, things are a bit weird. Our voices might sound a little bit strange. Um, so we are, for the first time in a long time, not recording this podcast in a distanced way. Well, like we are distanced and we're masked, but we're not in separate locations. We are in the same location. So you will hear our voices to be a little bit different than they might sound, you know, in the future when we have no masks. Hopefully one day <laughs> yeah. soon. And we're just <laughs> talking to each other. Um, so yeah, please bear with us a little bit if any of the audio is a bit strange. So yeah. So we thought we'd get in a little bit to programs. Programs are still happening at the library. I know that there's been, again, some, you know, announcements and some upheavals in 
in what's been offered and what can be offered and all of those things. So we've once again pivoted to doing some online programs and in some cases to pivoting to some outdoor programs, which yes, we know it's fall, but we're hoping for fairly mild weather. Yeah, hopefully the weather holds out nice. Yeah. So. As long as there's not like snow in minus 40s, like yeah. we can bundle up and make it happen. So one of our biggest things, obviously, is Red Deer Reads. So we did announce the winner, and in case you missed it, it was... Uh, Desmond Cole. So that's Des exciting. the skin we're in, right? Exactly. Uh yep. So we're really excited to have that be our winner for 2021 Red Deer Reads. This is a biannual event. So the next Red Deer Reads is in 2023. So we are really excited to sort of navigate this a little bit with uh, Desmond as well to figure out what's the best way to celebrate this win, what's the best way to welcome him into the community, how will that work, all of those things. So details are yet to be announced, but please stay tuned. We will put them on all of our channels and our website. So definitely look for that, hopefully in the near future. Um, so right now you can submit a question for Desmond at programs at rdpl.org. Please just put in the subject line, question for Desmond. And it can be any question about his work, about um, you know his journalism work, anything like that. What are you interested to know about our winner of Read Your Reads? So please do that. We are encouraging people to register for our online and outdoor programs. You can register on our website or through Biblio Commons. Uh, if you don't want to register online, you can always give us a call at 403-346-4576 and we can register you over the phone. Exactly. And so you can browse all of the events that we have upcoming online. If not, you can come into any branch and we have a little booklet that you might be familiar with called The Link. And it has all of our monthly programs and it will say right in that program description whether it is a pre-registered program, whether it's a sort of do-it-yourself kit type of situation, or whether it's an outdoor program that you also need to register for. So the information is everywhere. You can chat to a staff member, you can give us a call anytime, we're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we got some pretty cool stuff coming up, that's for sure. <laughs> do you want to highlight some of the kits that we have coming up, Sarah? Uh, yes, so the one I'm looking forward to is we have a make your own like ugly monster doll and some like heat bags that are coming up here pretty quick that for the breast cancer awareness month i believe yep. and October. um yeah we got some lots of like cool like sewing or like uh, crafting things lots of things coming up i'm really happy that we decided to continue to do kits um even with our sort of what we thought would be regularly scheduled programs <laughs> <laughs> yeah coming no, up in the well fall. and it's it's kind of cool because it gives you the opportunity to do it at your own pace exactly. and you know, be a little bit more creative. So you can see all of the kits online under Kits to Go. They have dates um, of sort of release beside. If there's a particular branch that you like visiting and you are interested in a particular kit, please call ahead so that you're not disappointed once you get there. Unfortunately, we're not able to hold kits. They are first come, first serve, and often one per family. Mm -hmm. So just something to remember. I'm also looking forward. I just saw today that um, little microwavable heat bag. And um, which one? When does that release? It comes out on the 4th. So like really soon here on Monday. So you guys might be listening to this on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so come on down. It's so cute. What a great 
um, idea. I don't know which one of our coworkers did that, but like shout out to them. <laughs> we also have another program coming up in partnership um, called I Respect Youth Empowerment Series. And those will be held on Facebook Live from 5 to 6 p.m. for ages 9 to 12. And it'll be held on Wednesday, October 6th. And the first session is called I Respect Myself. And it's about building self-esteem and self-respect and studying emotion and diverse labels and stereotypes in our and communication. And then um, that'll be followed up on Wednesday, October 13th with I Respect Us Part 1, and it's building healthy relationships with friends and peers and learning more and understanding and personal power and conflict and communication and disagreement. The session will conclude on Wednesday, October 20th with I Respect Us Part 2, and it's building respectful peer relationships and contributing to healthy schools includes an overview of bullying and cyberbullying and the impacts those behaviors can have on your peers and and yourself and yourself yeah so for more information where can they contact you can contact carlia at cschwab at C-A-S-A-S-C.ca for more information. And you can also view on our website if you miss that. But you can also rewind or like skip back 15 seconds to <laughs> listen to it again. <laughs> we are continuing some of our most popular programs from in-person that have transitioned beautifully online, which are Health Cafe and Travel Memories. So Health Cafe, A Slice of Sleep is on Monday, October 4th. And it says difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or not experiencing a restful sleep can make it difficult to function in everyday life and make healthy decisions. So basically, how can we sleep better? This is presented in partnership with the Primary Care Network, and we have a series of videos actually that you can view on our YouTube or on our Facebook page as well. This is a Facebook Live event, but will be available afterwards. So it's Monday, October 4th from 1 to 2 p.m. Either you can watch later on our Facebook or on our YouTube channel, which is Veggie Public Library, which should not be a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) We did not do a tricky name. And then we are continuing travel memories as well. So this month is Australia with Brenda and Gary. And it's just a retrospective of a great trip to Australia. It's also on Facebook Live and again can be viewed later on our YouTube channel. So that's Wednesday, October 6th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. I love those like view at your own. Yeah, it is nice because then you can like enjoy it like a couple days later and take your time. Exactly. We recently partnered with Friends of the Red Deer Public Library to boost their forum on our channels as we had to pivot or they had to pivot to an online forum for the mayoral candidates. And I was unavailable when it started. So to be able to watch it later when I was available Perfect. Well, and it, it has such helpful information when we're trying to decide which mayor we want to pick for Red Deer. Exactly. So it's nice to get to know them and see um, what their values are. So in case you missed that, that is also on our YouTube channel, Red Deer Public Library. You can see craft and DIY videos on there. Um, you can see any of our older Health Cafe videos, travel memories, 
our mail forum, just a ton of content. And our Red Deer Reads with the Authors is also on there as well. You're right. So 100%. Just check out our YouTube. We have all of our content up there, and it is fantastic. So our book clubs are continuing online. We pivoted there about a year and a half ago temporarily and are still there. <laughs> so any book book club this month um, is October 7th at 7 p.m. We meet via Google Meets. If you want, you can join our Facebook group, uh, which is underneath our Facebook page, or you can email me directly at cbrown at rdpl.org for the meeting link. Awesome. And Fireside Readers is Wednesday, October 20th at 6.30 p.m., and they are reading The Golden Sun. And you can contact Priscilla at p-m-c-l-a-u-g-h-l-i-n at rdpl.org for the meeting link. And you can also view online, they have their all of their titles up from now until the end of June, so you can read ahead if you want to, which I think is cool. For Yeah, they have some pretty readers. good picks. They do. Um, and then also, Sarah and I are both a part of this club, which is Happy Ever After, and if you can't tell from the title, it is our Romance, romance Book, book Club. club. <laughs> <laughs> we meet uh, via Google Meet as well, the last Monday of every month, which is this month, Monday, October 25th at 7. October's book is, drumroll please, Sarah. What, uh, when you wish upon a duke, uh, I'm really excited for this one. I love a good like historical romance. Yes. Yeah, oh my same. gosh. I'm looking forward to it a lot. I read her first book, so it's Cheris, uh, Cheris, I think Michaels, um, and it's sort of a retelling of stories we know, like Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and those types of stories, but completely just like redone in a completely different way. So I'm really looking forward to that one as well. You can join our Facebook group, Happy Ever After Book Club, underneath our Facebook page, or you can email me directly, cbrown at rdpl.org, for the meeting link. And you can join Sarah and I. Yeah. And see our faces. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, we have Book Buzz on the 21st of October at 7 p.m. And we will have some horror and thriller picks for you just in time for spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be a part of that as I do not usually spooky. Do you? <laughs> uh, sometimes, yeah. but not, not very often. <laughs> I'm interested to see what our coworkers come up with their picks though. So I will be watching from a distance, <laughs> which is kind of spooky in and of itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some of you may have realized that we transitioned Read Outside Your Comfort Zone from its only group to our main Facebook page. If you read From the Challenge, which in October will be read a book set in a bookstore or library, how could you go wrong with that theme, you can check out online book lists, browse displays, and submit your title on our website at rdpl.org forward slash books for a chance to win one of our monthly prizes. Ooh, exciting. Right? So that is something definitely to keep your eye on. So we hope that you will check out our programs and we will be back next month. Well, later in the month by the time you listen to this with our, our next uh, podcast in October. And as we do, and in a way to get to know Sarah a little better, let's get into what we're reading, watching, and listening this month. I'm currently reading Until Friday Night by Abby... Glines. Glines. <laughs> you can tell I've also read those books. <laughs> yeah, Claire lent them to me and I'm really enjoying them. They're just angsty and, and wonderful. And great YA fluff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has quite a few books. She started as an um, independent author, which is how I discovered her originally when I was like just going through a whole bunch of Kindle books, which I know we're not supposed to do, Jeffrey Bezos and all that. 
But um, I definitely was at my like peak ebook reading, and I discovered her. But she's since moved on to bigger and better things with her publisher that she has now. And that Field Party series is great. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Can't wait for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm currently reading a couple, or just finished up a couple that I wanted to highlight here. And one is Being Mary Bennett, which actually doesn't release until next year. But I wanted to highlight it because it's still in my mind, and I haven't read it. Like, I put it down like a week ago. So most of you probably know the Pride and Prejudice story. There are, you know, the Bennett sisters and... Some maybe are more the main character than others. <laughs> and so this is sort of a odd retelling of that. So being Mary Bennett, this girl, her name is Marnie. She gets told that she is the Mary Bennett of the story. She has, you know, she's not main character energy. She is not going to amount to anything. Her dreams will not come true, et cetera, et cetera. Stop being Mary Bennett. Obviously, she takes this as a personal affront. As she should. Right? (laughs) I know. Immediately I was like, I also don't want to be the Mary Bennett. And then you're like examining your whole life. So she goes out into her life, into her schoolwork, into everything. How is she not going to be the Mary Bennett? Obviously, she doesn't make all the best choices on the way. Because it's not her default to be this main character energy. But it was so good. And it's a debut novel. And it has so much heart. There's a lot going on in the sister dynamic. Sarah has sisters. I have a sister. It's a complicated relationship. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely is. <laughs> like, you you love them, but sometimes you're like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> nobody can get you quite like your sister. And also, nobody can get you quite like your sister. They know all the little places to poke. So it's very much a great story about sisters, but it's also a great coming-of-age story. There's a little romance on the side, because of course there is. And I loved it. So definitely keep that on your radar. Add it to your Goodreads. Um, I'm sure we'll get it here at the library. Put it on hold, all that great stuff. And then a book that I don't typically read, which is middle grade. Um, But this author, her name is Catherine Applegate. She wrote a book a few years ago called Wish Tree. Most of the readers will probably know her from the one and only Ivan. Big book, became a film. You can watch it on Disney Plus, apparently. (laughs) I've not seen it. I've not read it. I don't know. Um, but The Wish Tree was just such a beautiful book and I just connected to it and I'm not really sure why. And then she had a new release, just came out a few weeks ago called Willow Dean. And it is another just hitting it out of the park book that you just connect to. It is such a sweet story. It has a lot of heart. It's about a girl dealing with grief um, and what that looks like. There's also a fantastical world that she's in and it's not like a made-up world that she's made up for herself. Like, she lives in a fantastical world. There are creatures that are strange little creatures. And I loved it. And I recommend it for adults as well. I know sometimes adults are like, middle grade, it's not for me. But, like, sometimes it really is. It sounds really, like, sweet and wholesome. Like, I might have to add that to my list. (laughs) It's really good. And I think if you are a parent and you have children that maybe don't really understand grief or might be struggling with grief of their own, I think it's a really accessible narrative for that as well because she is dealing with grief and what does that look like and how does that react in her behavior or in her other relationships. So I just, I can't recommend it enough. I love Catherine Applegate and I know I should read her famous one and only Ivan, but um, I don't know about you, Sarah, but as soon as something gets famous, 
I back away. Yeah, it's like it's almost like there's so much hype that it'll never reach exactly what you expect from it that you might as well just skip it because then you're not disappointed. I know, which is what I'm kind of worried about when we do <laughs> like our recommendations here at the end of the podcast. It's like, are we overselling? Will you get that book? And you'll be like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I think they might have been on something when they were exactly. recommended that one. Like, this wasn't quite <laughs> this wasn't quite the win that they think that it was. Yeah. But I think you can't go wrong with Catherine Applegate. Just try it. That's all I'm gonna say. Fast reads, but I mean, a great read along opportunity for you know a caregiver and child for sure too. So I would say get into it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you watching, Sarah? Uh, I am currently watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I never have watched it. There's all these like memes from that show, all these lines that you see. I've never <laughs> watched it. Can you give us a rundown sort of on what it is? Uh, so it's a group of friends that owns like a bar in Philadelphia, and they are just the worst kind of people. And they... <laughs> Uh, they literally just do terrible things and there's no consequences and they like train roll everyone they know. <laughs> and like I was watching an episode last night and Danny DeVito's in the show and he plays He's like funny. he plays like two of the characters' dad and he gets like stuck in like gym equipment and they're like <laughs> leaving him there because they want to get information from him, but they don't want to help him. Like they're just like terrible people and like there's never any consequences for them and you're just like how are you guys not like in jail you're just terrible like really genuinely terrible people which is kind of funny to like center your whole sort of sitcom comedy around sort of unlikable but oddly likable yeah characters? well yeah. and it's funny because i watched an interview with the show writers and they were talking about where they got the idea was is uh friends and like what if they were friends and then they were never there for each other <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of the theme song exactly so it's it's entertaining and it's always funny it's pretty long running too isn't yeah, it? yeah i think there's like 14 seasons 14 that's longer running than i even imagined yeah and they're still making episodes so <laughs> wow yeah that sort of reminds me of like curb your enthusiasm too like i don't think anyone on that show is like a good moral upstanding character but you still love it like i actually haven't watched that one it's you should watch it the earlier seasons are a little hard because mm -hmm. they're very dated um but they're so good a new season for our listeners coming out in october very excited about that Ooh, i might have to check that one out you should once i've tackled the 14 yeah. seasons <laughs> <laughs> i know once you get into a show which is exactly the thing that i'm gonna say once you get into a show, it's hard to, like, break out of that show until you either, A, get sick of it, or B, run through all the episodes. Yeah. Like, there is no medium for me. <laughs> so I'm watching, well, I should say re-watching from, like, 25 years ago, which is ER. It is on Prime. I didn't know it was on Prime until a few weeks ago. And I watched ER as, like, a child. So it came out in 1994. I remember watching it as like a child. I would have been eight years old for anyone playing along at home. My parents did not watch ER. I'm not <laughs> sure how I started watching it. It's not like, oh, it was on. So I started watching it. It literally became appointment television for me. Thursday nights, eight o'clock ER, four years. And never watched it again. You watch your one episode, it's TV. There was no TiVo, there was no whatever. So you watch the episode, you move on with your day, you move on with your life. So much is like in my brain. I'm watching these episodes and I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna happen, or I remember this scene, or whatever it is. 
I've blown through so many seasons. I'm midway through season six at present with no signs of stopping. So I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen with that addiction, but... How long was that show on? Like Quite a few. I stopped watching it. Can I spoil a show that's 20-something years old? Is that I a thing? I feel like probably not. <laughs> so my favorite character was killed, like died off the show. And I was like so heartbroken as like a 12, 13, 14-year-old <laughs> child that I just like never watched the show after my character left. So I am going to try to watch after my character leaves to see what happens. But I think it's like 12 or 14 seasons as well. Oh, my gosh. Like, it is long running. That's so, the one with, like, George Clooney in it, right? Yes, George yeah. Clooney recently left, end of season five. It was very heartbreaking for all of the viewers, including myself, alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just so excellent. And you see, like, for example, George Clooney, why he became such a big star. He just has so much charisma. He just is great on the show. But they're all great. It's such an ensemble cast. It's by um, created by Michael Crichton, Jurassic Park guy. Of course. Yes. And the executive producers, or some of them, are also the West Wing executive producers, which I love also. So it's like my favorite things all together. And then a new show, and I don't know if Sarah's gotten into this one yet, Only Murders in the Building. No, I'm waiting till they finish, and then I'm going to watch it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so they... Uh, it's a show on Disney Plus with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. An odd trilogy, to be sure. And our trio of people, I should say. Um, it's excellent. So it's a Hulu show that Disney Plus is somehow picking up. I'm sure we'll get the DVDs here at the library at some point. Definitely watch for it if you don't have the streamer. But it is excellent. I think it's the best I've seen Steve Martin and Martin Short in years, for sure. And recently, they just had an episode that was nearly an all-silent episode told from the perspective of a deaf character. And you, it's just sign language and score and just emotion, body language. Just excellent, excellent episode. And I think I'm overselling that, but maybe two. But, like, I love it. <laughs> I just love it. Okay, I might have to start sooner than later now. Well, I think they're on the sixth or seventh episode, and I think there's ten. So... So, like, by the you're time close. I get going, yeah, take a break from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. for a few few minutes and just watch an episode. And it's about my favorite thing, which is podcasting. Murder podcasting, in especially. Oh, it was written for you, right? really. <laughs> Me too. That's <laughs> true. I do love a good murder podcast. Yes. As we all do, somehow, weirdly. Um, which brings us perfectly into a segue of what are we listening to these days? Well, I've been listening to an audiobook, actually, and it's called A Mind Spread Out on the Ground. Oh, my. And it's a, um, it's actually kind of sad. It's not, it's not a happy book. <laughs> uh, but it's about a young girl. She's indigenous and about her experience living in both Canada and the U.S. as oh, wow. a young child and, like, how that impacted her family and like what her family situation looks like and it was just it's just really interesting and like quite sad and it's um with with September 30th and everything I wanted to pick a book of an indigenous voice and it just you know it kind of like put things into reflection of like what the long-lasting impact of our colonization has been exactly <laughs> and like what that looks like in like today and like 20 like some of the dates she talks about are like 2016 and 20 like 2002 so like it's 
it's contemporary history. It's exactly. not 200 it's, years ago. No, it's yeah. it's happening now. Yeah. And it's, it was just very interesting. I'm about halfway through, and I'm I'm enjoying it, like, a little bit at a time. It's, 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 it's heavy. very heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. And are you listening to that through Libby or through... Uh, I'm listening to it on Audible, because I'm also bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do have the book at the library, like the physical book, if you were interested and in, in wanting to read it. Um, we have, I think, two copies at the library. Nice. So very good book. Recommend it. I don't know the ending, but it's good. Nice. Do you, like, does she read the book? Um, no, it's, I think it's a, uh, a voice actor. I don't oh, okay. think it's her. It's always interesting to me, because, like, a memoir, it's always interesting to me, like, does the author choose to read that, which is sort of interesting in and of its own. Mm-hmm. She can only have different subject matter, because you're basically asking the author to relive that for you verbally. Yeah. Um, so I'm always interested in whether or not the author has made that choice. I think it's one of those things where it's, like, do they have, like, a really charismatic voice? Because, like, uh, I just listened to John Green's um, uh, Anthropocene Reviewed, yeah. and he read that himself, and he has a very, like, unique voice, and you can recognize it. Yeah. Um, so, like, if someone else would have read it, you would have immediately known it wasn't the author. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but, like, there's some people you don't, like they like this is their only book like they're not famous for anything yeah. else so you're like oh like is that you <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hard to say sometimes so what i've been listening to is a podcast that my sister got me onto, and it's called you're wrong about and it's presented by two journalists they just give themselves uh the names mike and sarah that's probably their real names. I think they give their first and last in the podcast, but they don't online. Um, and every week, so their tagline is, every week they reconsider a person or event that has been miscast in the public imagination. So stories that we think we know, because they were huge media stories, are we hearing like all of it or are we hearing some of it? So one of the best sort of examples of that is the hot coffee case from McDonald's. Oh my gosh, I know this case. Right? So there is a documentary called Hot Coffee, if anyone's interested, but it just does like a little like 50-minute podcast to be like, what we've heard about that is wrong. It's not about a woman who was drinking hot coffee at McDonald's, sued them, and then just got millions of dollars, and it was not a big deal. It's literally about a woman who got such bad burns from coffee that is kept so hot that she was permanently disfigured for the rest of her life. So it's just like different stories like that. They talked about the Electoral College. They talked about the O.J. Simpson trial. They talked about just a whole bunch of things. Very centered in the U.S., obviously. But I still find it quite interesting because we do get so much U.S. media and so many like stories that it's, it is interesting to hear like, oh, actually, that wasn't maybe 100% exactly what things appeared to be well and like it's interesting with like cases particularly like court cases where they're trying to like change public per opinion because they don't want mcdonald's to be the bad guy yeah they want to make this anonymous person oh they are just suing this big corporation to get rich a swindler yeah exactly so it's interesting and i think a lot of that is interesting particularly in the united states and it probably happens here as well but it's like the court of public opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can you sway the public to and put so much pressure on the public to be like, look at how wrong this 
little person is. And then it's like, well, no, that person is right or that person was wrong and we just never even talked about that they were wrong or just like all these things. I just, I think it's a great podcast. They really started like going at it seriously, it sounds like, at the beginning of like our first lockdown pandemic, so spring 2020, because I mean, they're busy journalists, they probably didn't have a lot of time, but once they were able to, they really tackled a lot of things. It's well-researched, it's funny to listen to, even on like, you know, the ones that you think are not gonna be funny, they are just, they're great, and I would definitely recommend it. I mean, I'm adding it to my list. (laughs) It's right up my alley. (laughs) So once again, thank you all for joining us. And we will be back in October with uh, a sort of Canadian library celebration slash Red Deer Reads. So we hope that you join us then. And Sarah. It's our first podcast as you with you as host. How did it go? I think it went pretty well, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. So Sarah will be back at some point in the future, probably sometime in December, doing a yearly wrap-up. So if you see either of us, you can say hi. You can also email myself at cbrown at rdpl.org with any questions or suggestions for the podcast. Or you can email Sarah S. Spur at rdpl.org with any questions or ideas for the podcast. Or just to welcome her to the podcast because we love it. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.